0: this is an incredible deal. You don't want to miss it. Go ahead and sign up at kathyheller.com slash join.
1: Cultivated dreaming is about thinking about things that are bigger than you. Like, what's the impact that your seemingly little life could have on the world?
0: If you're a person who's looking to have more purpose in your life, if you're saying to yourself, I don't wanna just go to work, I wanna do my life's work, this is the show. This is the show, Don't Keep Your Day Job. How do you figure out how to take your passion and turn it into a profit? there's never been a better time to digitally preserve your old home movies, film reels and photos. Visit LegacyBox.com today to get started. Plus, for a limited time, they're offering my listeners a huge exclusive discount. Go to LegacyBox.com dreamjob to get 40% off your first order with this exclusive deal. Legacybox Box starts at just $45 or save up to $200 on the latest Legacy Box kit. Go to LegacyBox.com dreamjob Dream Job and save 40% today. Thanks to LinkedIn for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. LinkedIn jobs matches People to your role based on more of who they really are, their skills, interests, and even how open they are to new opportunities. For fifty dollars off your first job post, go to linkedin.com/dreamjob. That's linkedin.com/dreamjob. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks to Slack for supporting. Don't keep your day job. Slack is a collaboration hub for work that makes sure the right people in your team are always in the loop, and key information is always at their fingertips. Learn more at slack.com thanks to rothy's for supporting don't keep your day job right now rothy's has an amazing deal for my listeners you can get free shipping and free returns and exchanges on your rothy's shoe go to rothy's.com and enter dream job to get your cute shoes and free shipping it's a no-brainer shoes that are super comfortable stylish and sustainable and it's free shipping that's rothy's.com promo code DreamJob. get this deal while it lasts hey guys it's kathy heller welcome back to another episode of don't keep your day job how was your weekend I had so much going on. I'm finishing this book I'm writing and it's really interesting. Like I'm having to ask myself, you know, what is super important? What has to go in? What is not as important? Also talking about my life and the good, the bad, the ugly. It's interesting as soon as you go to like write this down, and you know, the whole world is going to read it. uh, You start thinking about the people who are part of your story and, you know, do you want to share all of it? Do you want to share some of it? So I'm trying to be um, as honest as possible and also, you know, try not to throw people under the bus. But the thing is, I think it's really liberating for us to share our story. And I think I've been a pleaser like my whole life. So it's probably good for me, you know, to share the truth. And at the same time, to give sort of like a balanced picture. You know, nothing is really black and white. But I encourage all of you to, for your own sake, you know, maybe think about your life story. We're going to talk about that actually in today's episode because sometimes we, um, we don't really stand back and and look at who we are. We have a story of who we think we are. Uh, we have things we're holding on to. We have ways of looking at ourselves. Some of it uh, really holds us back. I feel like for myself, I just told my husband this morning, I said, do you realize that I'm fragile? And he's like, you? No, you're like the strongest person I know. And I'm like, no, I'm super fragile. And he's like, I don't see that. I'm like, no, I am. Like, you know, I feel like I'm in recovery all the time from so many things that happened in my childhood. And the way that I'll so easily get upset by something he says lets me know a lot of that stuff is old and it doesn't take much for me to feel, you know, really unraveled. And I'm working on that. And, um, you know, it should be that we have more uh, resilience. And some of it is just because we're still working through old stuff. A friend of mine recently said to me, she told me that there's a passage uh, she once read about a tree that it's like the cedar tree, which bends with the wind, doesn't break with opposition. And she said, uh, she's always working towards that, my friend Jenny Goldfarb. And I said, yeah, you know, that makes a lot of sense. We want to be like a tree that bends with the wind, doesn't just snap with opposition. And I think a lot of times if you notice yourself getting really upset about something, it's probably something that's bringing up that's old wounds and old pain that you just haven't worked through. So I'm working through some of that in writing my book and it's cathartic and helpful and also scary. Well, you guys are in for such a treat today. Uh, we have the amazing Laura Casey on the show. She's a really one of my favorite people Um, interviewing her was such a treat. I feel like she's my new best friend. She's done so many things. She's like the epitome of multi-hyphenate. She's the author of the book, Make It Happen, Surrender Your Fear, Take the Leap, Live on Purpose. And her most recent book is called Cultivate, A Grace-Filled Guide to Growing an Intentional Life. She's also the founder of Southern Weddings Magazine, which some of you may have heard of. It's a big magazine. She did so well with it. She's the CEO of Cultivate What Matters, the founder of the Making Things Happen movement, which is a nationally acclaimed workshop that has toured all over the country. And if that's not enough, she's also the creator of the Power Sheets Goal Planner, which I think is going to be a game changer for a lot of you. She's also a wife and a mom of three adorable kids. And she's just a huge breath of fresh air. You guys are going to love her. Everything she does is so intentional and so honest, so real And everything she said to me, I really felt it was so illuminating. So I'm really excited to share this with you. Before we bring her on, let's just take a quick moment and thank one of our sponsors. I love looking back at old photos and home videos. It's one of my favorite things to do with my kids. But sometimes I don't always remember that I have so many things that I want to share and show them because a lot of it has been stuck buried in a box somewhere in the closet just collecting dust. That's why I was so glad when I found out about Legacy Box. I just send my Legacy Box with all my old home movies and pictures and they do the rest. They professionally digitize everything on a thumb drive or a digital download, and they give you easy-to-follow instructions plus personalized updates at every step, and by the end, they send all the original recorded moments back along with perfectly preserved digital copies. My kids love looking at these old photos. I recently was showing them a video of me performing in a show called Really Rosie when I was 11. It was so cool to see it. I hadn't watched that in about 25 years. It's really nice to know that your family history is being preserved. There's never been a better time to digitally preserve your memories visit LegacyBox.com today to get started. Plus for a limited time, they're offering my listeners an exclusive discount. Go to LegacyBox.com DreamJob to get 40% off your first order or save up to $200 on the latest Legacy Box kit. Go to LegacyBox.com DreamJob and save 40% today. Get started preserving your past. Okay. Now, without further ado, please welcome the one and only amazing Laura Casey. Hey, Laura. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you're here right now. I am so grateful to be here. This is a treat. It's a thrill. You've done such amazing things with your life, just in, on every level, not just with your business, but as a as a mom, as a wife. So um, I want to talk about how you got to want to do the work you're doing. And then I really want to dive in because you've been spending your life helping people crystallize how to meet their goals and how to really align with the goals that they were really meant to do in this Mm -hmm. life. Let's talk a little bit about how you even got into this. Like, Where did this come from?
1: (laughs) That's a very good question. I started out in music theater, actually. I graduated from college, uh, moved to New York City, thinking I was going to do the music theater thing. Right, And uh, there was so much tension for me of feeling like I was always auditioning and never really catching up, never catching that golden carrot.
0: It's not a nice thing.
1: And in that time, I had really uh, fell into kind of a depression. And so I actually, I gained quite a bit of weight during that, that time. I think I gained about 50 pounds in six months. But I knew I had to do something. So I did the only thing I knew how to do, which was to very late at night go to a gym. I had like my big baggy clothes on and I walked in and I saw this trainer working with people. Women would walk into their training sessions looking much like I did, but then they would walk out and it was like their eyes lit up. And I thought, I don't know what that guy is doing in those training sessions, (laughs) but I want that. (laughs) So I signed up for one of those free training sessions with him. And long story short, I got to my first session with him. And so I remember in my first training session, he put a bar on my back and said, okay, just do a squat, do it just like me. And I was like, okay, fine. And I did it. And then he added weight to the side. I remember that moment thinking, I can't do this. Hmm. And it's because I had said to myself, I am not strong. I cannot do this. And he looked straight at me in the eyes and he said, Lara, decide you can. And I don't think anybody had ever said that to me. And so I did. And so I ended up doing the squat with him. And fast forward, he really started to retrain, not just my body. It was about my mind. It wasn't about weight that I had put on. It was about the emotional weight I had taken on. Right. That makes sense. And I thought to myself, this is what I want to give to people. Mm. So I ended up becoming a personal trainer. And then Hurricane Ivan hit my family's house in Florida. And so I ended up leaving New York City and moved in with my parents in this shamble of a house to help them put their lives back together. I ended up getting a job at just a little local old gym I was at the gym training and a guy came up to me and he asked me for workout advice. And I am married to that man now. Uh. (laughs) And it was just a a whole different turn in my life that showed me that uh, you can start fresh, you can start new, and your past doesn't define you. So I I was doing personal training. I had also gotten a little bit into event planning. And then my husband got uh, orders to be deployed to Iraq. Wow. And it was during that time that I got really worried for him. So I I needed something to keep my mind occupied. And so I remember sitting down, opening up my little 13-inch PC, and I thought to myself, I had just kind of a crazy idea. What if I started a wedding magazine? And that one idea turned into Southern Weddings Magazine, and it snowballed. And um, Southern Weddings turned into a national publication after about a year and a half. So people started asking me for business advice. How in the world are you making things happen? Like, how are you doing this? And a friend encouraged me to blog about it. So I did. I wrote a blog post called (laughs) How to Make Things Happen Volume 1. Right. Um, But that blog post got like 100 comments within the first hour. Wow. And I just knew that there was something to this. And that post, those teachings turned into the Making Things Happen workshop. And then that turned into what's now the Making Things Happen conference. We're coming up on our 10th year. Oh my God, Laura, you've done so many things. I know. It's crazy. And in this process, a lot of things have happened. I was doing a lot of things and I thought, I got really frustrated when I would come to the end of a year. I thought, man, I could have made progress on some of the goals that I had set at the beginning of each year if I would have just yeah, remembered so them. I <laughs> so busy putting out fires. And
0: I mean, there so, were so many, many times immediate I, needs right? all the
1: time. There were so many immediate needs. Like life just kind of took yeah. off with itself. So I made myself what I called a tending list because I thought, okay, this is like, you know, you tend to garden right. little by little. So I'm going to make a list of all the things that are important to me. And I'm going to, little by little, tend to these things. And it was everything from, you know, my relationship with my husband to my Facebook page to, it was the, the whole gamut of, okay, these things are important to me yeah. in the big picture. Yeah, And that ended up turning into a worksheet set that I made oh, for my myself gosh. at first to help me uncover my priorities. Because I felt like, as I think so many of us do, like I have so many priorities. So I made myself a set of worksheets because I wanted to set, and this is what I was saying to myself at the time, I wanted to set powerful goals. In other words, goals that had a power source (laughs) instead of a light bulb that's completely turned off because there's no big picture meaning. Um, And that's the way I started to think about my goals. I said, okay, I want to set powerful goals, goals that are going to be about something bigger than me and trickle out and have a ripple effect in my family and in all the people I interact with. I don't want right. to just waste my time, you know. And that became the first Power Sheets goal planner. And then I tested them with a few of these coaching clients I was working with at the time. And then we took a really big leap of faith in 2013. And we decided to open a shop. First, I just sold a couple inspirational prints that we had had that a lot of people really liked. Um, And then we sold the power sheets and it it really caught on. And every year since then, over the last seven years, there have been leaps and bounds as far as the change in that product, but more so it's been the change in my life that has informed that. Um, So the last part I'll tell you is it was right around that same time when we opened the shop that my marriage is a whole nother story and that has had so many ups and downs, mostly downs in those first five years. Very, very difficult times between the two of us of feeling like we were two ships passing in the night and feeling like we were never going to reconcile our differences. And then it was around that same time, around, two, it was actually like 2011, when um, God started to really put our marriage back together. And it was not an overnight thing. It was a little by little thing of both of us like really, essentially like dying to ourselves and saying, we want this marriage to work. And here's what we're going to give up to do that. And that that whole story, you can read that in my book, make it happen. I won't go into all that here. But all that to say is that we recognize the truth that love never fails. And um, we decided to make a print that said love never fails, like a golden white Print. Yeah, Because we thought to ourselves, how can we get words into people's right. hands that are going to affect change right. and start a domino effect? And that has led us to today. We just recently, in the last six months actually, retired Southern Weddings to focus solely on the goal planning side of the work wow. that we do to help women in not just a marrying and engaged stage, but yeah. in all life stages, cultivate it's what amazing. matters. That's the name of our business now is Cultivate What Matters. And That was a bittersweet decision, but it just really goes along with all that we teach is that you can't do it all and do it well, and it is okay to let go of one dream Mm -hmm. to make room for another, and it is okay and good to let go, even when you don't know exactly what's going to happen next. But saying no to one thing means you're saying yes to something better. It's extraordinary because you're extraordinary.
0: You are so courageous. You're so courageous. You're so self-aware. You have done so many things where you push past where most people would be so overwhelmed and scared and you just do the unimaginable and you do it again and again and again. There is so much about your story that I want to get into. I love every single thing that's written in these power sheets. And I also love your two books. And so there's so much to get to. But I just have my thumb on this one page. I just want to read this one quote of yours. You say, life is too short and too meaningful to coast through. The good you do today has the potential to change generations And I love Mm -hmm. that. That is so huge. That in this day, that what is available, the potential right here available in this day You have the potential to change generations and you you go on to say, that's why uncovering good goals and having a clear focus is so important. Otherwise, you may spend your time lost in distractions, lost in Instagram, lost in the chase for perfect or significance or approval or whatever it is that's been holding you back from really living. So everyone who's listening, I'm telling you, you got to go follow her on Instagram and get her power sheets and get in the Lara tribe because uh, you're going to be very mm-hmm. grateful for it. So the power sheets are broken into three parts. The power sheets prep, intentional action plans, and the monthly tending pages. Let's just go through each one of these pieces a little. Yeah. So let's see if you can give us some big overviews mm-hmm. and some takeaways. And let's kind of go through those parts. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the first part.
1: Yes. I think that even if you're driving in your car right now, you don't even need to write this down. Uh, The first thing I would say is that the the power sheets prep, which is essentially worksheets that you're doing that are going to peel back all the layers, like all the distractions, all the stuff, and help you to uncover. And that's why we use the word uncover, because it's there. It's just usually our goals, our our purpose, whatever word you want to use, our direction, it's just buried. <laughs> it's buried in like the day-to-day to-dos, in the potential identity box, like I mentioned before, that you might have unknowingly put yourself in of, I'm not enough, I will never be, mm. I I can't. For me, it was, I am sensitive, so therefore, I cannot, X, Y, Z, These things are holding us back. And until we identify them and like just throw them out there, put them into the light, put them in black and white in handwriting, um, our brain just keeps on keeping on. It just keeps on going through the motions in life. And so that's why this process has been so powerful for me personally, because I can definitely get stuck in that. I can get stuck in the constant negative mental cycle of you messed up, you messed up.
0: Right. And so the first thing you do in this book is in these power sheets is you, you have all of us sort of write down, you know, like what right. you, what you say, what have you decided that you can't do? Write it down and then yep. imagine the possibilities if you were to crush that, that identity box you put yourself in. So a lot of people who listen to this show, they say things like, you know, they don't feel like, They have what it takes. They feel like an Mm. imposter. They feel like a fraud. (laughs) Yeah. How do you help us overcome that so that we can start our pie shops? Like we can Mm -hmm. press publish on that blog post so that we can go ahead and do it because we're going to look at you and say, it's easy for you. You're beautiful. (laughs) You have this amazing hair. You went to Carnegie Mellon. Like, you know, (laughs) what do you say to that person who is so, so committed to those old beliefs? It's really hard to see and hear that anything else is true. How do we get past those
1: feelings? Yeah, I think that those thoughts are things that I have definitely struggled with, and they are stemmed from comparison. So when we think to ourselves, I'm an imposter, it just means that we are aligning ourselves with someone else's success. We're comparing our perceived lack of something. We're living in lack, essentially. And the way to get out of that and snap yourself right out of that boat is to look at the big picture. And this is something we go through in the power sheets, but you can do this right now. Ask yourself and answer for yourself, where do you want to be when you're 80 years old? And what's going to matter to you then? And then what's not going to matter to you then? Because I always like doing the flip side of the question. It's, it's sometimes harder for me to envision the big picture. It's like, oh, all we see is gray hair and rocking chairs or whatever it is. But really, when you think about it, what's not going to matter to you in the big picture um, typically, when I've asked this question of thousands of women over the last ten years, um, whether it's through the Power Sheets journey or through the Making Things Happen conference, the answers typically circle around relationships. Yeah, the course. things that are going to yeah. matter to them is either a legacy they're leaving, a connection they've made, impact, whatever that is. It's something that is not about them. And then when we look at what isn't going to matter to you in the big picture. The first answers I always hear are all the little distractions like social media or numbers or worry or whatever it is. Um, I saw this great quote, something and I think it might've even been from your Instagram. Someone said, I think it was "Um, I'm so grateful. I spent all those years worrying about said no one ever. ever. Exactly. Um, But that definitely has helped me. It's an instant helper to look at that because it gives you a perspective shift. Because if that thing that I want when I'm 80 years old, if that's really important to me, and if I really have a clear picture of what's not going to be important to me, then what am I doing about it today? Like That's where the power sheets are going to bridge the gap for you of how are my daily actions adding up to that? And so when, when we are faced with these real challenges of feeling inadequate, or like you said, feeling like you're an imposter, feeling like, how can I do this when a million other people have done it? When you look at that big picture and you start to see those things, then real motivation creeps in, not just the surface motivation. motivation. Yeah. So yes, that is like, I often struggle with moments of comparison when I see like so-and-so's doing it better than me or doing it faster than me. And I stop and I say, I was assigned to my specific life. I was assigned to this particular task in my life. I have been given a unique set of skills That are unlike anybody else's. And if I'm really looking at my big picture and what's going to matter to me in those specific relationships, acting on that today is going to pan out in a different way than it would for anybody else. Um, And that really just kicks the comparison to the curve.
0: Okay, we have a lot more to cover. But first, let's say thanks to our sponsor. The right hire can make a huge impact on your business. That's why it's super important to find the right person. But where do you find that individual? You could try posting on job boards, but can you really be sure that the right person will see that job? Instead, find the person who will help you grow your business with LinkedIn. As the world's largest professional network, people go to LinkedIn every day to grow professionally and discover job opportunities. 70% of the US workforce is already there. LinkedIn jobs matches people to your role based on more of who they really are, like their skills, their interests, and even how open they are to new opportunities. This way, your job gets seen by more of the right people. Most LinkedIn members haven't recently visited the top job boards, but nine out of 10 members say that they're open to new opportunities all the time. So you can reach out to them on LinkedIn. That's why a new hire is made every 10 seconds using LinkedIn and businesses rate LinkedIn 40% higher than job boards at delivering quality candidates. So recently, we wanted to add a new person to our music team. And I thought, how are we ever going to find this kind of person, you know, who already comes to the table with all of this experience and posting on LinkedIn, it was really exciting. Not only did people reach out who wanted the job, but other people who saw it reached out and said, oh, I know someone for you, someone who used to work for me, who would be perfect for you. And I thought, that's just fascinating. Go to linkedin.com slash dream job and you can get $50 off your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash dream job for $50 off today. Terms and conditions apply. One of the things that you talk about right away in the book, in your book, Make It Happen, you also talk about it in the power sheets, is you say, maybe you're afraid to let your pen touch this paper because you want to put down perfect words. And yes, you, yes, yes. you know, you talk about, I love when you say, well, guess what? Peonies go through, grow through the dirt and so do you, you know, like yep. that's <laughs> how flowers come out. And so, yes. much, and, and you talk about it in the book, you say, stop chasing perfect. How can we understand yes. that a little bit more and wh- how to do that? How can we let that go? It's easy for you to say it and I say it, but <laughs> how do we help people really do that?
1: You know, um, like you said, the the flowers, when we really think about that, they grow through dirt. They don't just grow in like perfect white, sandy prettiness. They actually have to be placed in the dark and uh, Mm. buried in the dirt in order for that seed to sprout. And I don't feel like that was an accident that that example is in our lives because this exact same thing with our goals and the things that matter to us is any bit of progress is imperfect. I mean, think about it. Anything that you've done in your life that you feel like has brought you to a place of confidence with that thing, maybe it's a skill you have, maybe it's like you're a photographer and you know how to use a camera did you instantly know how to use a camera or was there a period of imperfection? And does that course. imperfection actually still continue, right? right? So I think we have this false, like we just forget, we straight up forget that any progress we've made in our lives is actually imperfect yep. and that it does take a zigzagging path to get to the finish line. It's not just going to be a straight shot. Um, the other thing I would say is you have to weigh the risk versus the regret. So if you think about the big picture and you think, you know, am I going to regret not taking action on this or not just trying? That's certainly what I felt when I was starting Southern Weddings. I thought, man, what I would regret if I didn't do this is much higher than what I would risk if I did do it. Right. And so I weigh those two things. What are the potential positive outcomes that could happen if I were to step into this thing? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a a tricky thing, you know? Like, we really have not, um, we're in a a culture and society where it's hard to dream. Yeah. I think that word gets a bad rap. Yeah. But for me, cultivated dreaming is about thinking about things that are bigger than you. Like, what's the impact that? your seemingly little life could have on the world. Oh my God. Um, love and that. when I, Ugh. you know, when we say the world, it might, your world is maybe your family. For me personally, when I think of impacting the world, I don't think of tons of people on Instagram. I, I first think about my family. I think the greatest impact I can have is with the hearts in this home. And if I do that well, I'm good, you know? Yeah. And even if I don't do that well, God's still got me. But yes that good things grow through the imperfect and making a mess does not mean you're going to become one well let me ask you this
0: cuz um the number one question that comes up people will ask is you know what am i supposed to do with my life like it, i wish i knew then i could start you know breaking it down into pieces and going for those goals for you it's so clear you you feel like you've you found your sense of what gives you meaning and um and purpose. And I've talked a lot about how clarity comes through action. And I recently said it even simpler. I said, you know, it's really just service, like being in service, using Mm. your gifts. How do you answer that question? If someone says to you, Mm -hmm. Laura, what am I supposed to do with my life? Which way do I go? What thing do (laughs) I do? I don't know. I I was crying in the shower, Laura. I don't
1: even know if I have a passion. What do you say to that person? (laughs) I would say I'm right there with you. Totally had tears recently in the shower too. And um (laughs) I I love that you're asking this question because it's reminding me about just quite recently, like two years ago, where I felt this. I just felt like I have to pick one path, right? Like, don't, don't I have to just pick one talent to use and just do that one thing well? And I realized the answer is no, absolutely not. Like, there might be many things that you have been gifted with. I think that we all probably have multiple things that we've been given to use, but that doesn't always mean that those things have to be turned into a business. Maybe they are just for the enjoyment of you and your family. So I think we put too much pressure on ourselves that if I'm really good at sewing, that means I have to open an Etsy shop. And, you know, maybe you should open an Etsy shop, but not all the time um, does that have to be true. So what I would say is I think that there is room for all of your talents at some point in your life to be able to be used, like you said, very beautifully for service. That's what they're there for. And they're kind of like having it's like having a tool belt. Yeah. Like you've got all these tools right. and um like we're in the middle of a house renovation right now. And I think the tool that most of the guys use the most right now is gonna be their tape measure and their hammer. Yeah, yeah. There are other tools in that belt though that get pulled out for various occasions. Yep. To <laughs> Obscure tools. Yeah. So I would say you don't have to pick one, and we were created for seasons. So in each particular season of my life, I have definitely used one gift more than another or had a focus that's more than another. My goals, they change and they grow just as I change and grow. And that's why, you know, not just in our PowerSheets Goal Planner, but in all that we teach, we know the truth that your goals are going to grow and change with you in every season. So every three months, we take time and we refresh our goals. We're constantly checking in and refreshing, knowing that there's going to be an evolution of this process. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where we take the pressure off as we say, you know what, we actually don't have to commit to goals for an entire year. (laughs) I don't think we were built that
0: way. Yeah. You talk about in the book early on, there's like a few points I want to get to. So you talk about all this fear stuff and it's how important it is to, to stop chasing perfect. And then you talk about how important it is to let it go. And this is huge because we are always walking into a room and we're carrying with us all of this old emotional baggage and you see it, you feel it, right? And so tell us why this is so important and how you do this. How do you let it go? Because there is a payoff. Laura, there's a reason why people don't want to let it go. Mm.
1: So let's talk about letting it go, why it's so important
0: and how you do that.
1: Yeah. And I think that it's going to, it's a continual process. I will say that, but there's no one size fits all program or solution for letting go of whether it's um, past hurts or past beliefs about yourself or experiences. And I think that if I were to add a subline to let it go, it would be your mess can become your message. That um, there's A difference between letting things go and actually forgetting about them like amnesia. That's not possible. (laughs) Um, But there's the other type of letting go, which is letting go of that experience or whatever it is, working through that, whether it's with a professional counselor, through prayer, whatever your situation needs. There's a difference between letting it go and forgetting about it and letting it go as in letting it's hold of control on your future go. Because I, I really, like, I've been through divorce. I've been through loss. I've been through miscarriage. I've been through terrible financial, par- I've been through so many things, just like all of us. We we each have our own set of unique experiences in our lives. And I look at those things now not as like, woe is me, why did I have to go through all that? But I, I I feel very grateful for the gift of being able to um, right. I, I would not many years ago consider myself a, a writer in any means, but the gift of being able to use words to work through those things and very intentionally see how God used each one of those painful things as a way as a springboard to help other people or as a way for me to connect with other women. I mean, before I had um, my first miscarriage, I never would have been able to connect with women with loss. So that's what I would say is that um, it, it's not a requirement for an intentional life to have forgotten about all your right. past pain. And it's like having rocks in your soil and old roots of the past. It's it's those things that actually end up becoming really good soil over time. It's those transformed remnants of the past that redeemed dirt um, that creates really good growing that's ground.
0: Beautiful.
1: So I'd say that your mess can and will, if you're willing, become your message. If you're willing to let go of the hold that it has on you and say, you know what? I'm not just going to let this defeat me. I'm going to work through it in whatever way is healthy and good. And I'm going to use this in the Lord's timing to help other people. Yeah, and again, I I hesitate in sharing all that because I know there are different situations and circumstances.
0: No, but everything you just said was beautiful. It makes tons of sense. Okay, before we wrap up, let's thank a couple more sponsors. Thanks to Slack for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Slack is a collaboration hub for work, whatever work you do. With Slack, the right people in your team are always kept in the loop and the information they need is always at their fingertips. Teamwork on Slack happens in channels, letting you organize conversations and information around projects, offices, and teams. And because everything you need to work is in one place, it's faster and easier to get things done. With Slack, your team is better connected. Find out more at slack.com. I love using Slack in my business. I use it every single day. It just streamlines everything and puts all the conversations in one place so it's super easy and convenient to use. Slack allows you to organize your team with real-time messaging, video or voice calls, group file sharing, and searchable archives all in one easy-to-use app drag and drop file sharing that works with all the apps you already use like Salesforce, Zendesk, and Google Drive. Plus, you can tailor Slack to work with more than a thousand apps. With mobile apps for iOS and Android that sync seamlessly, you can always pick up where you left off no matter where you are. That's super helpful for people like me because I'm always on the go and Slack makes it so easy to work from wherever I am. Slack, where work happens. Learn more at slack.com. That's slack.com. You guys, the holiday season is coming up, which means there's going to be parties and time with family. I love dressing up and I love feeling stylish and having comfortable shoes on at the same time. Like literally comfort is the number 1 priority for me. So that's why I love Rothys and this is an incredible thing that you can also buy for your family and friends. One of the pairs I recently got is the Garnet Reflective Stripe and it's like a point little slip-on and everywhere I go people ask me about it like those are super cool. What are those? And I'm like Okay, not only are they cool and comfortable, but they're made from recycled plastic water bottles. So you're doing something good for the environment and it's the softest shoe I've ever put on my feet. I can't really believe that it's made from plastic. So you guys have to check these out. Rothy's is the everyday flat for life on the go. It's stylish, classic, comfortable, and comes in three fashionable styles, the flat, the point, the loafer, and the sneaker for women and girls. I love my Rothy's. I know you guys are gonna love these too. Right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for my listeners. You can use code DREAMJOB to get free shipping with no minimum. Free shipping and free exchanges and returns on your Rothy's shoe, and trust me, you're not gonna return them. You can go to rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com and enter DREAMJOB to get your new favorite flats and free shipping. It's a no-brainer. Shoes that are comfortable style stylish and sustainable with free shipping. Go get yourself a pair today. Rothy's.com promo code DreamJob. get this deal while it lasts. You guys, I'm sure that this goes without saying, but by you supporting our sponsors, our sponsors turn around and support us. So if there's ever something you're looking to do for us, uh, not only does it help that you leave us a review and share the show with your friends, but if there's any of these products that feel like you wanted to buy something similar to that anyway, you may as well use our code and buy and support these sponsors because they turn around and support our show. And so it's very much win-win. So thank you guys so much. Recently, a friend of mine was saying, you know, people reach for the highest branch they think is possible. And in the next part Mm. of your work, after people are sort of clarifying, you know, some of the stuff that's been holding them back, you talk about taking the leap. And this whole work is about setting goals. And it's hard for people when they don't see how much is possible, when the view from where they're sitting is dim. And so I want you to see if you can explain and share with us how you see it. Do these dreams come true or is it really about growing up, becoming an adult and that really means settling and that is what was modeled for so many people from their own parents. So how can you help us understand how to leap into trust and taking these leaps when we
1: maybe have to shift that and we have to understand how much is possible? How do you help people do that? For me, it means that I have to stop relying on my own strength. You know, I spent so many years and I still catch myself doing this living out these words that I've often see posted on Pinterest and like in all the places it says something like she believed she could. And so she did. And there's like nothing inherently wrong with that. Like, great. We should believe in our abilities and (laughs) do things about them. (laughs) But there's something, this is right around the time when I was writing my second book, when I was writing cultivate, when I was in a, a period of my life of total weakness, like, And and I realized in retrospect that those are really the best times in life. They're the most fruitful. I had just had a baby, and six months later, we had adopted Uh our daughter Sarah. And I went into this period of basically having two newborns at the same time Um, and just a complete, like, emotional upheaval. And, you know, a lot of people have had twins. They're like, whatever, no big deal. And I just want to say, like, to each his own, like, for me personally, trying to run a business, trying to, And I run our business right now from our house. Like we work in my house, all, all of us. My emotional turmoil, I was like nursing every hour, trying to nurse two kids at once, up all night, you know, all the things. That all was for my good, now that I look back at it. Because it was in that season that I learned to let go. Because I had no other choice. I could not be the strong leader. I could not be the strong mom. I had to just kind of bathe in my weakness. And I had to ask for help. I had to be the broken one. And um, again, it's out of hard things that good things grow. So it was in this season of feeling broken and feeling like I I could not find the strength that I actually found God's strength (laughs) and realized like how much sweeter it is to just totally surrender and rely on his strength over mine. So that phrase She believed she couldn't, so she did. I I rewrote that in my head, and I thought, nope, she believed she couldn't, and so God did. So that's my honest answer to this, is that um, when you think about a difficult time in your life, you're right, you're right, you can't do it all and do it well, and I just want to affirm that for anyone that's there, where you feel like, you know, I've kind of hit the bottom here. I got piles of laundry, or my business is whatever it is. You don't have to do it all, and I wish someone would have said that to me back then. I, re- I really wish they would have. Thankfully, I-, I learned that lesson the hard way. But uh, that's what I would say: is it is out of those hard seasons that we learn to trust in something bigger than ourselves. Yeah, I am all for you know taking responsibility for our actions. And I do believe that they little by little add up into a whole new life, but it is exactly what you said. It is the hope. It yeah. is the motivation to even get there, to even believe in possibilities ahead. Um, that has to come from a big picture vision that has to do with other people. Because for me, that's, that's part of it is I found that I was super selfish, um, in that season of life. Like, I really thought very little, I mean, yes, I was like loving all these kids and like helping a whole lot of people and spreading myself thin for people, but I ended up complaining a lot to myself. And so I also realized that complaints are clues and that if we would allow ourselves to listen to our complaints, like the level below the surface a little bit, we would actually find a lot of compassion for ourselves in those times. And start to feel more hope. Start to see the light through the trees when we realize, oh yeah, maybe right. maybe I don't have enough time for all of this. Maybe it's okay that I let let go of some of this. And we start to surrender. It's
0: amazing how honest you are and it's so powerful. And look, I'm going to link to your stuff so that people can go ahead and they should get in this experience and buy these power sheets and do it for themselves. But just as we're wrapping up for you know, for those who maybe don't take that next step, and hopefully they will where can you direct them? Like anyone who's listening, who's like, this was so beautiful, Mm. so, so inspiring. And now I feel a little bit more, you know, gung ho about my goals. What do you think is, if you had to break it down, like one thing that they can start working on today, or maybe one of the things that you think is just the most helpful thing to, to seeing goals come to fruition that they could start to think about. And hopefully they'll go ahead and just get your power sheets. So they'll have you right, right there with them. Um, But like, what could they maybe go ahead and start thinking about or start thinking to focus on doing? What's one of those things that you think is really important?
1: Yeah, I'd say it's to make your list of what's not going to be important to you in the big picture. Because to me, it's it's really the act of putting those things in black and white that tricks our brain into action. We got to be our own best friends here, right? We have to help our brains think about the best paths forward and then act on it. And so when we allow ourselves to get real and to write down like, okay, I'm going to be honest with myself. Instagram's okay. not going to matter to me when I'm 80 years old. And that thing I've been worrying about with that relationship is not going to matter. I need to let it go. I just need to say I'm sorry, whatever it is. Let so me come to a place of humility with that. That would be my first starting step for you (laughs) because there's no point in giving you fluffy starting steps, right? Just got to go right to the meat of it. Um, And then otherwise, I'd say that if the the portions of what I shared are resonating with you, if you're listening and your marriage is in a tough place, I I literally wrote my book, Make It Happen for that reason. Um, Certainly not trying to sell anybody on a book. And sometimes they have a 99 cent deal or whatever. But if you need encouragement in your marriage, that's it. Um, and then the other thing I would say is just go for it. Again, I, I really, Oh, I don't like selling people on products. So I'm not going to sell you on a product, but we may the power sheets for you. <laughs> if you're yeah. feeling like you need to take a leap on something, that's the process. And um, that's the, the proven process that we created. And we're going to do, um, do a giveaway. Also... We're
0: going to do a giveaway, right? We're going to, we're going to give away yes. power sheets. So like, we're going to give away power sheets to two of you. And we will, I'll, I'll share with you the details um, in a second. Is there anything that you just feel like sharing right now on your heart to anyone who's listening right now? Is Mm. there anything you want to let them know that would help them feel like they're enough and that there is a purpose to them being here on this planet? Anything you want to say to them?
1: Yes. I would say that because you are listening to this and you're hearing my voice is proof that God's grace is a real thing. That. Um, I did not believe that before and I look back at my life and I look back at the person I was even ten years ago and I, I think, what? Like, how can one person change so much? So if you're thinking to yourself, I've got so far to go. I have like messed up so much in my life. I hope that my life and my story encourages you to know that There is not a mess you've made that God can't make into something beautiful and that all those broken pieces can be put back together into something that really makes a difference in this world.
0: You're amazing. Tell us where we can find you.
1: Yes, you can find me at lauracasey.com or at cultivatewhatmatters.com. Amazing.
0: Thank you for doing everything you do and being so honest and loving and uh, just leading such a beautiful existence.
1: You're awesome. This was the most encouraging interview I've ever done. You are so kind. (laughs) I really
0: mean it. Thank you so Mm -hmm.
1: much, Laura. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Oh my gosh. How incredible is she? I'm in love with
0: her. She is amazing. I feel like everything she said, I was like, same, same, same. Um, Okay. Here are some takeaways. Number one, create goals with the bigger picture in mind. Think about what will matter and what won't matter when you're 80 years old. Number two, it's okay to let go of one dream to make room for another. Number three, stop comparing. Instead, tell yourself, I was assigned to my specific life. I have been given a unique set of skills unlike anyone else's. Number four, good things grow through imperfection. Making a mess doesn't mean you'll become one. Number five, cultivate your dreams. What's the biggest impact your life can have on the world? Number six, we were created for seasons. There's a time and place for all your talents to be used. Number seven, let go of the control that your baggage has on your future. Number eight, surrender in times of weakness. Out of hard things, good things grow. Number nine, go for it. Life is too short and too meaningful to coast. The good you do today has the potential to change generations. And number 10, there's not a mess you've made that God, the universe, the creator can't make into something so beautiful. Okay. So like we promised, we're going to do a giveaway. So two of you can win a free set of these amazing power sheets. They're beautiful. They've got incredible questions and it's a helpful goal setting planner. And it also has like awesome stickers and stuff that comes with it. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Kathy.Heller and I'll have a post there on how you can be entered to win uh, one of two of these sets of power sheets. And we'll pick a couple lucky winners on Friday. Uh, So come on over and find me on Instagram. You guys are going to love this. Well, you guys are awesome. I love hearing from you. So please come on over to Instagram at kathy.heller. Say hi, let me know what you're up to. I answer every single one of my DMs and most of the comments I try to respond to. You can also join our Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group. We have an incredible loving community there who wants to know about what you're creating, what you're struggling with. It's such a good place to get some encouragement and cheer each other on. We'd love to have you also join a local meetup group so you can meet with other listeners in your area. I'm trying to do everything I can to support you. So we've been encouraged you guys to get together and be there to discuss the week's episodes and to give you some discussion questions. You guys can meet up with each other over Zoom video call, or you can meet up with local fans of the show face-to-face. You can talk about your ideas, give each other feedback and support. It's been awesome to hear what people are doing and how they're changing their inner dialogue and actually taking strides so that this conversation actually helps them turn things into action. If you want to join that, there's a link in the show notes, or you can email us at hello at don't keep your day and uh, tell us where you live. and, And someone from our team will help you get into a group. You guys, if you love this show, like as much as I did, or if there's any episode you love, please take a second right now and share the episode with someone. On the bottom of your phone, if you're listening, uh, there's three little dots. If you click on it, then there'll be a pop-up menu. And one of the options is it says share show. If you click on that, you can easily then text the episode to someone. You can email it to someone. You can send it to someone on Facebook messenger. Go ahead and share the show with someone. If every one of you shared the show, it would double our audience right away. And that makes a huge difference for our team. We're trying to put together workshops. We're trying to keep creating resources for you. And obviously, um, all of this is free. So it doesn't cost you anything. It just costs you maybe a minute of time. It doesn't cost you anything in dollars. And it does a tremendous amount for us. The more you guys share the show, the bigger our audience grows, the more our sponsors support us. And we can keep spending our time on creating all these different resources to help you to feel supported and to actually get your dreams out there making things a reality. If you haven't already, uh, take a second and review us on iTunes. It takes probably two minutes and it means the world and really does change things for us drastically. Uh, so please share the show and leave us a review. I really, really can't thank you enough for doing that. I love you. You can do this. I know that you feel like it's overwhelming sometimes. I feel that way too, but I promise you if you just take a step forward, you're going to be amazed at what starts to happen. Don't try to be perfect. Don't get caught in that trap. Just make the messy version today and you'll be amazed at what starts to happen. I'm going to leave you with another song of mine and I'm going to talk to you guys on Thursday. The podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com.